Please enjoy this replay of one of High Wire Woman's most popular episodes and tune in next week for fresh content. Working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? It's impossible to do it all, yet we're asked to each day. Listen to hear how one High Wire woman, Rosanna Berardi, stays on the high wire while managing a busy law firm, a consulting business, teaching at a law school, parenting her 14-year-old son, and maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. Let Rosanna show you how to make sense of your life and stay on that high wire. Hello, high wire women. Well, hard to believe, but it's the first week of December and we've officially entered the busy season. Now, I'm not talking about tax season for accountants, but I'm talking about the holidays, which you and I know is the crazy, busy, madness season for all working women. Think of the last time you asked a friend or a colleague, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? I guarantee all of them responded busy or busy, busy, or I'm crazy busy. We wear this badge like a medal of honor. It protects us from all the things we don't really want to do in our lives. So today, I challenge you to think about what wearing your busy badge really does to your life. I'll go first. When I say I'm busy, that's a signal to leave me alone because I'm disorganized and I don't have a grasp on what needs to be done in both my personal and my professional life. I go from one thing to another, putting out the hottest fire, responding to my client who has the loudest voice in the room. I don't have a plan on busy days. I'm a hot mess. I'm reactive. And, you know, when you tell people you're busy, it sounds like what you're doing is really important. And that's what we do, right? Well, sounds too familiar to all of us. And us busy ladies go through our lives this way. And we teach our kids that their lives will be like this too. Wait, what? You don't want your kids to live like that? Especially on your worst days when you have too much to do and not enough hours? Well, I have a 14-year-old, and I don't want him to wear the busy badge. So we're rounding the corner on 2020. And I don't know about you, but for me, in 2021, I'm throwing my busy badge away. I'm flushing it down the toilet where it belongs. And I'm going to do things differently, and I swear I will. Um, I've been researching a lot of time efficiency methods over the last few months. I've listened to several podcasts. I've read a couple books, I've done some online research, and I really think that a couple of these are my ticket to freedom. So today I'm going to share a few of them that I like. These are going to be short and sweet because that's all we have time for, Um, but I think they can be really impactful. So the first one that I like is an acronym called OHIO, O-H-I-O. It's not a company, Um, it's an acronym, and it stands for Only Handle It Once. And this nifty little acronym can apply to your personal life or your work life. Think about how many times you touch your mail when you get it from the mailbox. You bring it in, then you put it on the counter, and you sort through it, and you kind of look through it, and then you leave it there for a week, and you go back, and you look at it again, and you might throw some of it out, and then you make another stack for your bills, and then you might throw it out a few weeks later. Sound familiar? Well, The Ohio method, the only handle it once, proposes you touch your mail once, you figure out what you're going to do with it then, and you either sort it, ditch it, or react to it. Um, I do the same thing with laundry. I'm sure you guys do this too, where 
you know, you're, you're all gung-ho, you're getting all the laundry done, you get to the last load and you're like, ugh, I don't feel like folding it or putting it away. So then it just sits in a basket at the end of your bed and then you get ready for work and you got to dig through it and you're touching the laundry like a hundred times. The Ohio method says do it once and one time only. Stop touching those pair of socks over and over again. Finish it out, finish the last load, put it away, and you're done. For work, I don't know if you guys do this, but I get a lot of email correspondence and I triage my emails and I think, oh, I'm triaging them, I'm reading through them, I'm going to eliminate the ones that aren't important and just save the ones that are important and respond later. No, that's a terrible idea. Triaging is terrible. You're better off blocking 20 minutes on your calendar to read and respond to your emails. Stop carrying them around with you. All the stuff that you're thinking about, that it's in the back of your mind, that all drains you, makes you physically and mentally exhausted, and also makes you put on your busy badge because, oh my God, I have 400 emails to go through. When I see people that have 400 emails to go through, they don't have a clue on how to really live their life, and I don't know how they sleep at night. You got to block time, read and respond once. And if you do this cumulatively, even if you just do it once a week, you will get back a lot of your time and you'll feel way more in control. So the first thing that I like to do to throw away my busy badge is replace it with the Ohio method. And remember, that's only handle it once. There's another method that I'm a big fan of and I use a lot at work. This one's an oldie but a goodie. It's been around for a long time and it's called the Pomodoro Technique. Just like the tomato, the Pomodoro Technique. And if you Google that, you'll see there's a million websites on it. There's a ton of apps that mimic it. But basically, it's the concept that we can only effectively focus for 25 minutes at a time. So the Pomodoro Technique encourages us to set a timer for 25 minutes and devote our attention to a project for that entire block of time. And then it recommends taking a five-minute break, get up, walk around, get some water, get some coffee, and then go back to work. And depending on your task at hand, you can get an alarm for a series of the 25-minute time and the breaks. There are lots of apps that mimic this concept. And I'm telling you, if you do technical work or writing like I do, working in 25-minute blocks is super efficient. And this stuff is scientifically proven. It's been around for a long time. Lots of business folks and coaches recommend it. I've been using it for a while, especially when I have large projects to work on or write. And it really does work. So the Pomodoro Technique... Um, People love it. It's simple. You feel like you're in control. You know you've got those 25 minutes to go through your emails or write a complex brief or work on something. Um, I even do this in my personal life. There's, you know, there's nothing enjoying that I find enjoyable about like cooking dinner or, you know, our pantry in the kitchen is a mess. I'll give myself 25 minutes to just get it done and focus. And then I know I have a five minute break coming up and it sounds silly but it seems so much more doable when I break things down in 25-minute increments. So try that one. I think you'll really like it. And then this is the big one. This is the big one that's changed my life in 2020, and this is called time blocking. Again, not anything new, not brain surgery here, but this one's huge. 
And as lawyers, we have a ton of responsibilities each week. Everyone does, no matter if you're a lawyer, an accountant, an admin. We have meetings, conference calls, emails, drafting, marketing. It's tough to get all of those things accomplished. But there's two ways that I block time that are super effective and really allow me to get the most out of my days. And the first is weekly. So on Sunday night, when I'm kind of getting ready for the week and figuring out what's going on, I'll look at my calendar ahead of time for the week. I'll spend 10 or 15 minutes and I'll enter all of my must appointments on my calendar. And, you know, that includes like getting my nails done, getting my hair cut, you know, employee meetings, um, podcast interviews, media stuff. I block out all of my client appointments ahead of time so I know what the week has in store for me. And then on a daily basis, I look for gaps in each day. So I'll pick a day or two that I don't have a ton scheduled and I'll only work on drafting or client correspondence on those days. So if you have flexibility like I do, you know, I make Monday and Wednesdays my creative days when I'm creating content, when I'm drafting content. Um, Those are my two days that I know that I'm going to perform and I'm going to do all of my drafting or content writing those days. And then I also incorporate the Pomodoro technique where I block 25 minutes each day. Um, And it really works. You've got to put this stuff in writing and just follow your schedule. And people say to me all the time, like, how do you get all this stuff done? How do you do it all? How do you run two businesses? How do you parent a teenager? How do you participate in volunteer and community activities? Well, I'll tell you how. And that's that I block my schedule and I follow it. And if you are really true to that, um, you'll find that you get way more time back. So again, these ideas aren't brain surgery. They're simple, they're basic, but they do work. You know, it's that time of the year, maybe not this month, but next month where we're all going to say, we've got to lose weight. This is going to be my year. How many times have you heard that? And we know that if we want to lose weight, we need to eat less and move more. It's really not that complex, but for some reason, none of us, including me, can do it. But few of us really accomplish our weight goals because we don't have a plan. I don't have a plan for losing weight. You know, maybe a day or two, I'll eat salads, but then I get sick of that and move on to pizza. But if you spend a few minutes every day and block your time, you do have a plan. And time blocking is critical. And you need to time block as if your life depends on it, because really it does. So I'll leave you with this thought. Being busy wasn't your life or career goal. You didn't go to school. You didn't perfect your craft. So you can walk around like a chicken with its head cut off saying, I'm busy. I'm so busy. I'm busy, busy, busy. No, you were put on this earth to do meaningful work. Try some of my recommendations. I promise they're simple and easy. I'll have more on them in the show notes. And let me know when your busy batch starts to collect dust. So high wire women, stay on that high wire, block your time, stay focused, and we'll see you next time. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the High Wire Women podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or others, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You'll be notified as soon as new podcasts are downloaded. And be sure to tell your friends about the High Wire Woman podcast. Together, we can all stay on that high wire. Until next time, I'm Rosanna Berardi.